This is 95.7 The Spin Local Show Podcast. Check us out every Friday afternoon from 3 to 5, 95.7 The Spin Local Show Podcast. And now for the podcast. another um local show interview we're gonna have safari room on with us right now we're just waiting for them to click in and request to join our live um until then you'll be here with me and we're waiting hey hey, how's it going (laughs) it's going good how are you good i appreciate you having me on today yeah problem i mean we've been talking for like months about doing this so yeah, and I think we were going to come to um, Evansville, and then it was, like, coronavirus. So yeah. I thought we could still make this happen. So. Yeah. This is what I've been doing, like, all summer because I'm not allowed back on school or anything. So I've just been interviewing people over Instagram. It's been going okay, so. I think that's great. Just kind of yeah. see people from afar. There's still a way to do it, Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to like remind everybody that there will be a giveaway of your t-shirt at the end. So if they stay tuned until the end, they can see if they've won or not. So that'll be pretty exciting. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah, we're super excited to be a part of this. So I'm, I'm very excited. <laughs> okay, so let's go ahead and get started. Um, how long have you personally been involved with music? Me personally, since I was about five or six years old. So I started playing piano when I was that age and I picked up guitar around 10 um, and then uh, was super active in middle school and high school and then in music and whatnot. So doing lots of ensembles, um, playing lots of different instruments, partaking in choir. And then I moved to Nashville to pursue pursue music professionally. And so that, and I got a degree in music. So, um, and now I'm still doing it. So, yeah, I guess it's like 20 years. Wow. So you're not... Um... No, so I'm originally from Nebraska, so Omaha, Nebraska. Nebraska? You made a big move. You were like, doing it. Absolutely. <laughs> and there's a lot of good music going on in Omaha. I just kind of wanted to be in a little bit more of a music city um, mm-hmm. to get a college experience and whatnot. So I thought that was the the place to go. So. Yeah, I mean... If you want to go anywhere, it's more like L.A. or Nashville, really. <laughs> and yeah, LA it's like, <laughs> so, yeah, L.A. is wild. Um, and I've, I've actually, I have to admit, I've never even, I've, I think I've flew through L.A. once, but I've never spent any time, so I can't make too much of a statement on it. But from what I've heard from friends and peers is that, like, it's pretty wild, so. Uh, I mean, you can just imagine just from the stories that you other people other musicians talking about their experiences in LA and yeah I I I've personally never been to Nashville but I hope to go soon because yeah, I always want to really close so yeah, it's it's really close that's why that's why I was able to get you on which is really nice. like being so close to a music city is very very helpful for a radio station so yeah I really like that is what Evansville's what three hours away is that all it is two two okay like, cool yeah it's it's not that far um no not at all but you know with covid and everything that's oh yeah i mean the world is completely different now so oh yeah oh yeah um how has like 
been dealing with that been like personally and musically um yeah uh personally it's kind of uh it's tricky and i think everyone's going through a different kind of either kind of grief or kind of isolation anxiety loneliness depression so i think it's it's definitely a mixed bag for me of like some days are great some days are not um and it's kind of been like month to month like i think i did okay morale wise in March or April and then like May was kind of tricky and then June was okay and now July is kind of like kind of slumpy again so it's it kind of just runs the gamut of um how I'm feeling about things um especially Nashville went back to phase two so we're like on a four-phase thing and so cases have been high enough to where we have mm -hmm. to go backwards and so I think that's a that's a tricky thing um but yeah I think just kind of staying connected with people um kind of talking to people that I haven't talked to in a while too, just kind of rekindling some friendships is, has been kind of a good lifeblood. Um, and I've been writing a lot and working on music and stuff. So that's been um, helpful. Yeah. Uh, and as far as the band, it's we're, we're keeping on keeping on with um, an album we're releasing later this month. So it's kind of the most we can do without I don't know, making everyone tired of seeing us and also being like being aware and respectful of the current movement going on. Mm -hmm. um, so that's been super important to us to not take too much of the limelight. So, yeah, I, I exact way, um, especially with our radio station. Um, we definitely feel the need to talk about it and say something about it because it is an important issue. And um, but we also got to keep ourselves going <laughs> as, a, as a radio station. Yep. So finding that nice in between of giving enough presence, but also taking a step back as well. Absolutely. Um, That's important. Yeah. Um, so with your band, how did you guys come together? Um, I started Safari Room midway through college as kind of just like a moniker of like stuff that I had been writing and wanted to. Um, record and then i got a couple friends of mine to play on that first ep and like a few recordings and then right as college had ended um about three years ago i was like you know what it's time that i do something about this and like really like push this band and this music um and so then we started playing uh live and then we started touring last year and so it's kind of just been an evolving um cycle so it's been exciting though yeah because you guys have been around since like 2015 right yeah yeah well like release wise i think we've been around since 2015 but like really in it i think about 2017 2018 mm -hmm. so last mm -hmm. last two or three years yeah and how is like been making music and doing that kind of stuff progressed as you guys have been, you know, getting more experience and doing stuff like that. Have you found things that you liked and found things that you don't like when making music? Hmm. Um, yeah, I think we were kind of like narrowing on a process, which is, is I think, important as a band and kind of like a musical unit. Um, with this record we're releasing in July, I think it kind of ran the gamut a little bit of kind of how the songs came to be. Um, and we're working on more music right now, which I think will feel a little bit more concise and like 
we've kind of got a little bit more of a formula going. Um, but yeah, we tried a lot of different things on this record and in the past few releases of just like different folks we're recording with, um, even different people playing and whatnot kind of a revolving cast in that regard too and so that's been just kind of trial and error and see what we like see what we don't like and see what mm -hmm. people think as well so yeah it, it kind of all depends and we haven't totally figured it out yet but i think that's what makes it interesting so yeah uh, being in like national and stuff has that has that helped you with like finding people to record with and go to places and I don't really know how that works. So I mean, if you want to dive into that, that would be great. Yeah. I mean, Nashville is just bursting at the seams with musicians. Um, I think it's a huge melting plot of people coming in to pursue music as a career and whatnot, wet, like kind of in any facet. And so there's a lot of people doing the like really commercialized studio stuff. But at the same time, we talk about it as kind of like a, a cool counterculture of folks who are like, hey, I don't want to do that, but I want to do something that I like that's like super different and creative. Not to say that those other things aren't, but there's a cool fringe community of like folks doing interesting stuff. And so we have been super luck lucky to make friends and start working with other people like that. And people have beautiful, amazing studios that are attached to their homes or that are part of their homes or in their living room. And so recording has been super um feasible i guess mm -hmm. and reasonably priced when not just because there's good people making it happen so um very fortunate to be in the city that allows that to happen to kind of little younger fans so that's awesome because my mom has always been like oh like you should go to college and all this stuff but i, I consider it i consider it because that is like what i want to do i want to pursue maybe not making music, but being in the music industry itself. Um, yeah. And I've always thought it was kind of like a, like a country like area and I'm not a country fan. So I was like, I don't know, but there's a lot, like, yeah, there's a lot more going on than just country. That is yeah, for sure. That's what I've come to learn is that, you know, there's more than just country there. It's right. And it's more, than, it's more than just like Broadway. Like a lot of people are like, oh, you're in a band, so do you play on Broadway? And Broadway's kind of like the honky-tonk, um, kind of nostalgia, you dance and drink, and very touristy, and that's something that Nashville has to offer, but that's not all it has to offer, so. Yeah. Um, with Safari, where did you come up with that name? Um, Safari Room is the idea, it's a little heady, um, but it's the idea that at any point you can reframe and refocus your perception of your surroundings to ease your mind. Um, and so I think that comes out of um, kind of a beautiful escapism. Um, and that's what we hope to impress upon people is music can be um, an escape from difficult things. So, so it's like... Someone tells you, oh, just go to your happy place. Like, that, yep. that would be. Absolutely. I think Safari Room is kind of our happy place. Um, yeah. Even though, like, kind of, it's not the happiest of music, I think it helps dig into harder topics. So. Mm -hmm. Well, I do know that you have a few of your for us today. Um, what would you like to play first? 
Hmm. Let's give people and one of the newer songs. Um, we released a song in what is it now? I don't even know what month it is. It's July. So we released this at the beginning of May. So this song is called Young Water, and it's one of the singles off the record coming out on July 24th. So. If you wait in line, you may find that time won't stop, and you are not leaving you. Brand new, no looking back, that little moon that you kept yourself inside, fade out, all alive and leave it far be. Like young water We're flowing for the first time Like young water Oh, step out from every moment they've made breathing It doesn't feel the same It's so nice to finally be free And I feel it rising, and I feel it coming, like young water flowing for the first time, like young water yourself a moment is gone before you ever knew it was yours oh, I'm in the middle of something moving fast and always worrying about everything young water
it's Instagram. Um, I know that's bound to happen. So if we do just dis get disconnected, just I'll hop back up online. You can request it. There's nothing I can really do. It's just technology will work when it works, and if it doesn't, yeah, it so. just is. is. Uh, with this song, I remember watching the music video, and I was like, I, w I was curious what this song is about. So yeah. why don't you get into that? Yeah, so Young Water is kind of, I think it's one of our more positive, kind of uplifting songs. Um, not that the rest aren't uplifting. Um, but I think it's a real call to action for folks kind of stuck in ruts. And I definitely have been um, in ruts here and there, um, whether it's in a job situation or relationship situation, um, or even kind of like writer's block for creatives and whatnot. I think it's important to have vigor to um, make stuff happen in your own life. And I, you can't sit around and wait for things to happen. And I'm a true believer of that. And so that song is just kind of a call to action and get up, make change in your life. Um, and I think around the time that this was coming out, there was a lot of like the social, the situations that are currently happening in the world are starting to poke out. And um, I think it's really important to stand up, make your case and uh, feel urgency in making change. Um, so that's kind of what the song's about. And it's, it's a fun song to dance to. And so it's, we're hoping that people can kind of break out of the, the quarantine blues and have a little fun with it. So yeah, I, I agree. Um, I really like you're dancing on the street with your office suit on. And I think another member of your band is there. Like a bartender. Yeah. Yeah, so Austin, so I'm I'm the like the office worker. Austin is the bartender, and then Chris is the construction worker. So it's kind of like village people esque um, towards the end. So, yeah. um, but it was fun to shoot. We like shot it all in one day um, in February, kind of before all this stuff went down. So, and for those listening, there's a music video for that song, and it's on YouTube and on our where you can link to it through our Instagram. So there's the plug. Um, it's it's really good. I was watching it. I was like, "Oh wow!" Did you have like someone that helped you out with that? You guys, yeah, so we have a, a good friend. Um, so Colin and Kaya Cummings, they're a really lovely duo, um, photography and filmography. And um, so we had we hired them, and we're working with them pretty closely on like plot and all this stuff, and like writing the music video. Um, and they are super good at what they do. And so it was a real joy working with them. And you can find their stuff at Good Bird Media. Um, that's kind of what they go under and they do good work. So we are super excited to work with them. So. I, I love it. I thought it was amazing. Um, writing your songs, where do you guys take most of your inspiration from? And how does that normally incorporate to the process of writing the song itself? I think a lot of my writing um, comes from experience 
whether my personal experiences or observations of others. Um, <clears throat> I think there's a decent amount of storytelling that kind of comes out of just random, like, oh, this is, like, it kind of comes to me sometimes and I have to chase it when I do. Um, and so incorporating that into kind of how the songs get fully finished and whatnot, um, I write a ton when I can and kind of consolidate it. I demo a lot of music on my own, in my own kind of home studio, and then bring that to the rest of the band. And that's kind of where we finalize arrangements and everyone kind of figures out their parts so we can coalesce and get the whole song finished. Um, and then that's only kind of the demoing process. And then when we're ready to record it, we kind of go through and talk in depth about like sounds, textures, intent, um, kind of what we want the end product to be. Um, so it's kind of a lot of process, um, but it's it's always fun. And it's one of my favorite things that I get to do. Um, so. It sounds pretty methodical. Like sometimes people will just say, we'll just start playing. We'll think this sounds good. So we'll just keep playing it. Yeah. And like we, and we have, we don't have kind of formula and there's a, a couple times where we've been at a rehearsal where we just kind of get together and play. And so if something like sparks are fancy, I can sometimes take that, take voice memo recordings, bring that home um and kind of flesh it out on my own and make something out of that and then bring it back so there's a lot of ways that we um make that happen in our process so yeah so i know you guys are considering indie rock is, that, is there any other way you could like describe yourself as the main yeah thing? we joke about it all the time like what we could be considered and like there's a handful of things that like most um, bands can be considered. I think indie rock is the easiest to describe us. Um, we've had a couple people say that we're kind of like post emo, um, which for me, like I remember like emo in like the early 2000s, like Dashboard Confessional and stuff like that. And so it's like, it's not a bad thing, but it is like, I don't know if it's totally on the nose or like it kind of gives people a bad in, uh, idea of what it is. Um, so I kind of post emo, but we recently got, uh, art rock chamber pop. That's interesting. That means. Yeah. I've never heard of that. So just like anthemic and big and meaningful, um, with kind of some pop sentimentalities. So it's, but at the end of the day, indie rock is the biggest, um, umbrella we can fit under. So. Yeah, I I would say that too. I mean, there's so many. I mean, music itself is very interpreted by the listener. So, it's. I mean, unless you're like a like a a band that's had a constant sound 100% all the time, it's really hard to be like, oh, we're this. Yeah, and like, I think genre is just harder and getting harder and harder to define as people experiment outside like the genre borders and painting kind of outside the lines so i mean a lot of people are just like genre is dead and whatnot and i kind of believe that but i think genre has just like evolved yeah and that's that's especially like with our radio station like we're alternative it's like well, what's alternative like alternative. yeah because alternative oh. to me like growing up was like like cartel 
yeah. and like yellow card and stuff like that. But I guess that's not, I don't know. I mean, for us, like, if we're thinking about modern alternative, like the first thing that comes to my head is like Twin Pilots, King the Elephant, like the big ones. Um, but I myself is more, am more of a indie rock, um, indie pop kind of person. So I think of like a ton of different things as well. I'm like, well, this is considered alternative. And they're like, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. it's hard trying to find a limit where we can define our sound as a radio station, but also experiment as well. Um, right. But even like, like you say, like indie rock, that's a huge umbrella. But even alternative is, a, I think, an even bigger umbrella. Because even you just put 21 pilots and cage the elephant next to each other. And like, for yeah. me, I, I, I've not, I have not listened to much of 21 pilots, but I know their sound. But I think I've been listening to Cage since they first started. And for me to like, oh, like those bands go together. So it's yeah. just kind of, but they're just broad brushstrokes of genre. So yeah. And you know, that's usually what the alternative listener wants to hear. So that's what we're hoping for. <laughs> Gotta give the people what they want. So yeah, that's, that's true. That's true. Um, so with making music, who do you think you get most of your, like, who are you influenced by? Hmm. Topic of. Yeah, I think I am a huge Death Cab for Cutie fan. Um, and I think that definitely you can hear that in our music. Um, I'm really influenced by the national, kind of that storytelling aspects. I'm also just influenced by a lot of people I grew up listening to. I mean, I had I have a older sister four years older and so a lot of music that i listened to was because she was listening to it um which is not a bad thing at all but i think i listened to a lot of nora jones james taylor uh john mayer when i was growing up and still listen to a decent amount of that now but i think that has evolved my songwriting and kind of how i want to tell stories and how i want to uh, emote through music um and so yeah i think Right now, kind of the Death Cab, um, Grizzly Bear, National kind of stuff is where I am getting a lot of inspiration from. And over the last year or so, I've really uh, sunk my teeth into um, a band called Elbow um, from the UK. And I mean, it's he, the lead singer is, I think, my favorite, one of my favorite voices I've ever heard. Um, and so that's been really uh, exciting. And another band as of recent, just on a whole other spectrum, is Idols, I-D-L-E-S. Um, it's a punk band from Bristol, uh, UK. And just, they are just badass. And just have every ounce of pure rock that you can have. And just, it's so cool to watch them on a rocket to the moon right now. So <laughs> that's That's great, yeah. I do like to be able to push my boundaries sometimes like i have been really getting into like french music lately so i'll find like, indie french and i'm like oh. i'm like i don't know what they're saying but i love it <laughs> i'm like the only french band that i think i know is phoenix so i i know i can think of one in my head but i don't know how to pronounce the name like at all so like i'm not even gonna try like i don't that's fair that's fair it's all french <laughs> I don't speak French. It'd be different if I knew it, but yeah, I yeah, breaking boundaries, especially with like your music taste, I think is really important. Like, especially when you get older too. Like, when you're younger, you're kind of going with the mainstream. You know, I feel like um, 
for me anyways. But as I got older, I was like, you know what? What if I, like, listen to this song instead? And then I was like, oh, like, this. Like, what if I listen to this song? Yeah, I feel like the it, everything's so accessible and so many people are making music right now that there's just so much to consume, which is <clears throat> mostly good. So that there's tons of people to listen to. And if you're wanting to expand your horizons, like, sky's the limit. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, expanding our horizons, what song shall we hear from you? Um, I'll sing a song called Vices. This is off an EP we put out um, almost two years ago. So yeah, we get 2018, July 20th, so. Uh, I've been gone so long I thought you wouldn't notice I'm far away I've been here before Since you opened up the door I thought I'd fly away But I'm kind of stuck on the floor And I can't think of anything I'd rather do And I can't think of Strapping and grab a hold of everyone you know. I'm spinning once again inside of these lofty goals, and I can't think of anything I'd rather do. And I can't think of. take me a second it's been a while since i wrote that um that song always i think it's about being present and um about enjoying what you are currently doing what you currently have 
and not getting so concerned about the past, the future, just kind of being in the present. Um, and I think I have a very difficult time with that. And so that's a song that helps kind of even just talk to myself about like, this is really cool what I get to do. And kind of every time we perform it, it's a good retrospective on like, we're so lucky that we get to do this and influence people um, musically and get to play music for people because I don't think a lot of people get to do that. Um, and even like right now, I was thinking like, how cool is it that I get to chat with you oh. and have people listen and care? And so I just yeah. think that's super cool. Um, and so that kind of, it's just a, a song about grace and um, appreciation, so. Oh, that's great, yeah. I think that's yeah, a very important thing to realize to someone who likes to think way too far into the future and um, overthink everything about future. I sometimes forget that. And so the next time I'll be listening to that song on one of my Spotify playlists, okay, be in the now. <laughs> Yeah, and it's like a it's a cool reentry because I think that song came about when I was like, "Cool, I want to make this band a real thing." And so it was like the I've been here before kind of it's been a while, but here I am again. It's good to see you. Let's let's make this happen. So, yeah. Yeah. With um performing and such, do you still feel like feelings of nervousness before you go at all? Um with, you know, being in the present and all that kind of I don't get terribly nervous for shows anymore. Um, and I think that's, it's a, it's a comfort thing um, because I know how to do what I'm doing um, and whether there's two people or 50 people in a room, um, we have to play as, as well as we can play and really make an impression and just people paid to play, uh, paid to see a show. So we need mm -hmm. to deliver a show. Mm -hmm. And so I think I don't get nervous playing anymore. Uh, I think the only thing that I get nervous about is if, is if people will come to the show. <laughs> so my band kind of doesn't uh, let me dwell too long on it or like loading in and sound checking. Cause I'm like, Oh, are people going to be here? Um, and at the end of the day, that's not the end all be all. Um, but I think to answer your question more succinctly, um, performing has become kind of spiritual for me so that it's like, this is what I do and this is what I know how to do. So it's, yeah, yeah. it just feels comfortable. So yeah. it's crazy to think that essentially music is your job and that's what you're there to do. Cause sometimes, yeah. Oh, I just want to be free and be creative. Like, obviously, you still can do that. You're doing music. Right. But it's like, okay, I know I'm here to do this. So that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think it's a comfort level. And I think all, the rest of the bandmates would totally um, agree with that. Like, okay, like, all the rest of it, like, the traveling and the getting there and the fatigue of touring and whatnot is, like, that's all kind of nerve-wracking because there's a lot of stuff that can go wrong. But once we kind of get on stage, it's like, okay, cool. We can do this. Mm -hmm. This is the easy part. How many tours uh, have you guys gone on? Um, we played, I think, about 30 dates last year. Awesome. Uh, so that was really cool, just to kind of right out of the gate, really yeah. make a name for ourselves as a, a touring act. Um, and we played about five dates in February. And then we canceled about 
30 shows. <laughs> so so we would have we would have done what we did in a year in about half a year. So we had a we had some big aspirations for the year as far as touring goes, but oh well. Um yeah, we it's still farther. You've still got time. Exactly. And so we've kind of just I think a lot of big acts have kind of decided that they're not doing anything in 2020 at all and we're taking cues from people who are bigger than us because they know what they're doing. <clears throat> and not that we don't, but we have to look to them. So that's the hard part, especially within the music industry right now, how hard it's because, you know, concerts are meant for big people, big groups of people, and uh, you can't necessarily have big groups of people. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> in essence, what we do um, is event coordinating. I mean, as, as milk toast as I can make music and concerts and stuff, we're event coordinators. And the last thing you want to do as an event coordinator is put your patrons and the people who want to come to out in danger. And so I think that's a big thing for us to be like, cool, we're not going to try to pressure the situation into being what we want it to be. We just have to take our cues from the people atop the mount, the CDC and yep. make, make another record in the meantime. So yeah, that's a, that's a good thing that's coming out of this, like a lot of new music. So <laughs> yeah, and I, and I feel like in the next even couple of years, people have a couple albums worth of stuff that they're just sitting on because they had a bunch of time to make it so i remember i was gonna go see a girl in red um and she got canceled for obvious reasons because covid um i was actually gonna see her in nashville so that would have been like my first time going to nashville. I the basement east but it actually got hit by a tornado yeah so basement east was pretty devastated by that and i think i, I read something in the scene um that it's been rebuilt i don't know if it's reopened yet um but yeah it was it was pretty rough because it was like a tornado and then COVID 19 and then uh 100 100 000 people lost power after a couple of storms so it kind of felt like plagues um yeah, so. hurting right now especially yeah, it's, it's tricky um yeah yeah but i mean um, I think the city did a really beautiful job of pulling together. I know that um, I did a, a decent amount and some friends of mine like going and helping cleaning debris. And it was a really interesting thing because we get there and there wasn't a lot for us to do because so many people were helping. So that was really cool to see in the aftermath of the tornado. So that's a pretty strong community. That's good. That's, that's really awesome. Um, yeah, because I know... Because I'm personally from Blue Mountain. I know a couple of people who are there that moved there, that, you know, more on the music and then posting about it. And I was like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> it, almost, it almost didn't make, like, that big of news, honestly, because of, I think, the COVID stuff was happening right around the same time um, or starting to happen. So I, you know, I found out about it through friends and stuff. Yeah, it's pretty whenever, sweet. Yeah. yeah. Um, so how has the music industry really changed, you know, from going from obviously having a bunch of connections and doing all this kind of stuff and then all of a sudden COVID hits, it's like, ah. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's just a big standstill. Um, no one's able to tour. And if you want to play shows, it's, it's online 
um, which we haven't done a ton of just because we don't know if it's how we want to be partaking in the digital media right now. Um, but yeah, just kind of finding a new niche in yeah. the digital musical world. Um, but I think it's also a good time for kind of a break. And I mean, we were always planning to release the record when we were doing it. So we just kind of are going along with the same plan minus shows. Um, but I think a lot of people and myself included are kind of just taking it easy and not taking it easy, but taking a break. Um, and, uh, resting, kind of watching out for mental health, um, and creating. And I think that's what this time is important for. And now that we are in the midst of a social civil crisis, um, giving a lot of green light and limelight to that is super important for us to be doing and so now that we're a little bit more rested or that we're trying to kind of figure some stuff out digging into that's important so yeah. i would agree i would agree with that um yeah i mean it's it, it's also kind of freeing knowing that everyone's in the same boat I've talked to a lot of friends had lots of conversations about this stuff of like no one's doing anything and no one's benefiting from this in the music industry so the dog-eat-dog -dog nature of the industry has kind of slowed for the moment, so. Yeah, and I I understand that completely. Um, a lot of people here have, you know, they've, they're doing their own creative things and they've come to like, oh, wow, yeah. so this is a moment for us to stop and realize and also get on ourselves and everything, so I think in that way it's good. Um, yeah. But other than that, like with the music industry, without the pandemic in place, are there any major positives or negatives that you come across um, being a musician? So are you saying like um, positives? I had an answer question. I need to turn uh, or plug my phone and I didn't realize that uh, it was set on low charge. So this is super exciting, everyone. This is my ceiling. Um, <laughs> everyone, this is my ceiling. <laughs> yeah. So so are you saying just positives in general about being um, in the music industry? Yeah, maybe positives, pros and cons. I mean, the reason I play music and want to make music is to connect with other people. And I think music was, studying music in like a historical way, music was around before we could all talk to each other. So before language and whatnot. And so I think that is so important and to be someone who can speak to others or speak to a room of people and sing to a room of people is some of the coolest connection I've experienced being on the receiving end of that. Um, and so I think that is just something that is incredibly filling to me. Um, and I think just the music community is made up of so many wonderful people and so much love and care and, inspiration for what they do and so i just think being surrounded by that kind of human being is is really pretty special so that's that's why i like it i think that's a huge plus um, of the music industry um which sometimes in the music industry there's hard to find uh, pluses because it's it's a tricky tricky industry to be in so mm -hmm. yeah yeah that that's kind of the answer i thought i would get. um 
that's you know that's why I love music so I love connecting with other people and I think it's the one way that we can all have something in common like I've not met someone who's like ah oh, I hate music and I'm like yeah I did I'd be like what like are you okay are you okay <laughs> you can talk about it yeah and I think like music is one of those things that like it can sati satiate you when everything else is kind of um packed up and left mm -hmm. like sometimes like oh no one's available to talk i can't really express my feelings in this way i can turn to this record that always makes me feel really um at peace or at ease or kind of have a conversation like a one-way conversation with that record or that music um and that's what we hope to do with our music and so because i think all of us have been incredibly touched by other artists so yeah that's yeah i would agree um i think we're gonna do one more song okay and then i have like one or two questions left and then we'll do the giveaway cool let me now that i have my phone plugged in i don't want to like tip over my stuff let's see how this goes um i'm gonna play uh a song Actually, I'll let you choose. Do you want me to do a cover, or do you want me to do another one of ours? Uh, another one of yours. Okay. But we're all highlighting you. So. That's a good point. This song is all. This is the uh, opening track of the record. We released this um, a little while ago, but it's going to be on the record. So this song is called "One Day Here." I made a brand new friend today She smoked all of my cigarettes but She's gone and left me in a haze With folded arms across my chest And I'll keep lying on the floor Hoping you'll walk through the door Do you ever feel like it's not enough To hold close to the ones you love oh. I never thought it in this way Driving through the night to find you there Just don't tell me I'm too late Forgive me, please don't go away And I'll keep hiding in plain sight Hoping you'll come back to life Do you ever feel like it's not enough to hold close to the ones you love? Do you ever feel like it's not enough to hold close to the ones you love? Oh, don't 
forget about me. I won't forget about you. You couldn't take care of me. I couldn't take care of you. Please don't forget about me. I won't forget about you. You couldn't take care of me. I couldn't take care of you. Yay! That one's my favorite, actually. <laughs> well, I'm glad you said something then. Yeah, I was like, well, that might be the one he's going to play, so... <laughs> no, heck yeah. Yeah, yeah that, that, that's my favorite. Well, thank you. Um, I think that was actually the first one we added to our radio of yours. I think so, yeah, because we had talked a while back, and we're like, oh, that'd be fun to come to, like, do a radio show. We mm -hmm. hadn't been asked at that point, and I was like, that sounds really cool. Yeah, so. yeah. Um, and then I was like, well, actually, um, COVID, so we can't, um, but. Yeah. Well, honestly, when this is all lifted, we're planning on it. So like, yeah. we're just gonna, either going to stop in Evansville or hang out for an afternoon and come hang out with y'all. So. Yeah, I, we would be down. We'd be so down. Like, even if we don't get to do a radio station, just come on in. We'll talk. We'll be, we'll be Sounds good. fun. Um, yeah, I love that song. I, <laughs> I can't get over it. I'm like, <laughs> Um, <laughs> it sounds kind of like what I get from that song is just you're kind of in a place and you're trying to figure it out but I don't know that might be my take on it but I don't know yeah it's a song about loss I think that's um it's a, about a personal loss of mine and so it's um it's 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 a uh, very personal um and so I think but that's to each their own of grieving loss all that kind of stuff how they interpret it to their own yeah yeah so um it's very beautiful <laughs> thank you i appreciate that you're welcome all right so we're gonna go to some fun questions now because i wanted to throw some interesting questions in there yeah we'll see if i can do it i don't know i'm not very interesting so uh you're a musician <laughs> <laughs> do not say that um Okay, so if you could collaborate with any artist, dead or alive, who would it be? Hmm. Any artist. Any. Or band. Either or. It doesn't have to be an artist, but... I'm going to go with the first one that comes to mind. I'm sure there's a handful that I could pick, but I think Nora Jones would yep. be just an utter delight so um if nora jones is listening or if anyone has any connections uh definitely let's let's chat because that would be i feel like her voice and her storytelling is just yeah out of this world so yeah, yeah I'd, I'd pick nora jones yeah that's a good one she's she's very um quite elegant with her <laughs> absolutely with her. absolutely that, that's a good way to um Good one to pick. Um, okay, so this one's kind of funnier. Um, what odd smell do you really enjoy? Hmm. There's a few. I love the smell of gasoline. Me too. <laughs> and, like, hot tar. Um, yeah, I think those are a couple. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, I knew that would be an interesting one to ask because I'm, I'm always like gasoline. That's the first thing that comes to my mind. It's or, like or money. It just like smells like because it smells like a dirty gas station, but it's also like ooh, that's that's smooth. 
Yeah, that's, that's it's like it's like a really good bourbon um, <laughs> or scotch where it's like this tastes like it's going to burn my insides. Yeah. But and then you smell it, and it singes the the nose hairs off your nose. So, yeah, you're just like, oh, well, it's 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 fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so we're going to do our last question. Okay. What advice would you give to people who want to get involved with music? I was just talking about this with the band last night. Um, we met and socially distanced for a glass of wine. And I said, if I'm asked this question soon, this is how I'll answer it. And um, be kind to everyone you meet. Um, because everyone in, in the realm of music, everyone taking part in it um, from the bottom to the top is a person and everyone deserves respect and people can get far with skill um but you can only get so far with a bad attitude and um this kind of like deservedness like i i deserve this um so i think treating people with the utmost kindness and respect is absolutely the first and foremost advice i could give to someone wanting to do music and that includes yourself um uh respect yourself know your limits um and know what you're worth because um you have to convince other people to respect you and that's really hard to do um if you're not on your own uh kickball team yeah. so i think that's really important just respect all around and be kind and be nice and make relationships and be a good hang so i would completely agree um being someone who's interested in music, I've I've just come to learn that even if sometimes I don't have the uttermost amazing confidence in myself 100% of the time, as long as I am showing other people that I am confident in myself and my abilities and I'm confident in their abilities, then everything will be okay. <laughs> exactly, exactly.